So compared to a typical blog post, these have 2x the amount on a page. And even compared to other blog posts that have other videos, it was still 25% higher. It was about like four to five minutes average time on page. We all strive for more nowadays, more traffic, more revenue, more growth. In this never-ending battle for more, it's easy to forget what's important. So what is important? Building real relationships with real humans and trying to be better each day without caring quite so much about getting more. After all, by building real and meaningful relationships, you'll have way more than you ever need. The SaaS SEO Show is a platform for meaningful connections and honest conversations with people who are real, hardworking practitioners and high performers in the SaaS industry. We're here to learn and get inspired by them, and we hope you do too. Now, here's your host, George Cassiotis. Before we jump into today's episode, I'd like to give a quick shout out to the sponsor for this episode, Ahrefs. Ahrefs provides you with an all-in-one SEO toolset that does everything from rank tracking to backlink analysis, keyword research, and technical audits. The best part, you can now use Ahrefs Webmaster Tools for free to identify and prioritize optimization opportunities for your website, see all the keywords that your web pages are ranking for, take a close look at the websites that link back to and refer you in their content, and analyze other websites to find out what drives their rankings. Visit ahrefs.com awt and sign up for free. And now, back to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the SaaS SEO Show. I'm your host, George Hasiotis, and today I'm very happy to be joined by Natalie Marcatulio. Natalie is the head of growth at Ant Operations at Navatic, where she focuses on helping SaaS companies give their pro- prospects a better buying experience. She has background in SEO and marketing for B2B SaaS. Over the years, uh, her focus has shifted to full funnel marketing, go-to-market strategy, and improving the digital buyer experience. Natalie, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So I would like I would like to dive a bit deeper into your background uh, and get to know what has brought you to where you are today. So if you could, especially when it comes to SEO, I would love to know uh, what you know uh, SEO uh, like has contributed uh, to your involvement uh, professionally. Uh, so if you could share a few things about your background, that would be a great way to uh, kick things off. Yeah. I always joke SEO is like my first marketing love. Um, I started in SEO and digital marketing, sort of growth hacker back in the days when growth is more a happy term rather than a real long-term profession like I'm headed growth now. Um, but started self-taught SEO and really just learned quickly the value of, you know, creating that high quality content and seeing how my first job, it was one of our major lead sources. And from there on, just have brought that with other the company I've been to, just replicating that SEO practice of how do you just make sure you get high quality domain experts and creating unique content. And really, I've seen that success time throughout. So while I focus on a lot of different things now, still always see the value of SEO and definitely is still a big part of my marketing strategy. Do you think, do you see, uh, and, I, and I guess that, you know, I already know the answer to that, but I would like to hear from you. But do you see changes uh, over the years in how SEO is um, is done and what work and what doesn't work? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and I think we're all noticing this, is there's just way too much content these days, right? Like you used to be able to rank on a medium 
difficulty keyword. Um, and it wouldn't take too much. You could kind of outsource it to a random writer, have them write a decent post, and then generally rank. And these days, there's just way too many pieces kind of recycling the same content, saying the same things. So one, finding, like I said, a domain expert. The reader can clearly tell if the article like sounds like they know what they're talking about or not. But then two, just making it a little unique, offering your own data, perspectives, examples. I've seen that go a long way. Okay, that's a great answer. Uh, I, I, I like that. Uh, so now that you are leading uh, growth and operations at Novatic, and I, I hope that I pronounced it correctly. Yeah, um, you got it. Yeah, can you please uh, share with people who have never heard of Novatic before what the company is and how you, um, who you help and how you help them? Yeah, so I explain Novatic as basically try before you buy experiences for software. So if you want the chance to go to someone's website or in a link in an email, and you want to try to get hands on with the product without having to set up an account or sit on a demo, you can do that directly through an interactive demo. And they're all no code, but they look and feel like your actual software. It's not just screenshots. As far as who typically like uses it and get value, we do see product marketers, growth marketers, demand gen marketers are typically the ones that maybe bring it in house or implement it or actually build out these interactive demos. But really, it's funny, like the sales team typically gets some of the most value because by seeing the product before jumping on a call or before jumping into the product itself, the prospect or user is now educated on the product. Um, so it's not like they're flying blind. They're not just requesting a demo or signing up for your software because they want to see it for the first time. They understand what it is and its value. I think that you will see more con marketers uh, moving forward using the product, but we will discuss about that uh, in a minute. Uh, before that, I would like to uh, discuss something that sparked my interest uh, from your homepage. Now, right below the fold, um, you allow visitors to play around with your product. And I'd like to know why um, you do that and how this impacts visitors reach a, an aha moment, let's say, uh, a moment of value uh, pre-conversion. Yeah, so that's actually an interactive demo. Um, it's always a little hard and meta to explain. Like we have an interactive demo of an interactive demo software right above the fold of our website. If you go to nevatic.com, you can see it for yourself. But we do it for two reasons. One, we like to drink our own champagne, eat our own dog food, whatever you call it. Um, we find it's really important to say, you know, we believe in these things. We believe in it so much that it's above the fold on our website. Um, but two, we, we see results from it as well. Exactly what I was just talking about before of, more qualified leads you know we're a smaller team being able to know that our sales team almost everyone they talk to at least understands the product and has value and has seen it is really important and i listen to like um call recordings a lot and some of the best things you can hear as a marketer is when a prospect jumps on and says you know i did the demo i get the overview i get what you do can you just you know show me the details or walk me through building one myself it's it's so clear that it's a much better first call experience that goes much faster and then converts much higher. That makes sense. Uh, and I found it to be very interesting for different reasons, I guess, than those of a, of a salesperson. But I, I really like, I think that it was a, a different experience, let's say, than the ones that I'm used to. And I guess other people are used to um, nowadays. Now, Today we are going to, to talk about interactive content and obviously every 
um, you know, different people have different opinions and everyone has their own um, way of perceiving things and doing things when it comes to content and SEO. And the same applies to, to interactive content. But I guess that we will focus um, more prominently to a specific type of, of interactive content. But before we do that, I would like to, to know why you think that companies need more interactive content today uh, compared to a few years ago? I think there are a few reasons out there. I think one is the rise of PLG, right? We've seen the huge buzzword right now. And unfortunately, not all companies can just easily go PLG. It's not, not everyone can dedicate like a year of engineering resources to build out a free trial or freemium. But they're being pushed by the market to ask, you know, I want some interactive content. I want to experience your product in some way. You don't just want screenshots or I want to, I want to get hands-on. Um, so one is giving someone hands-on ability, especially in this kind of PLG-focused world, even if you can't really necessarily build out that PLG motion. But even so, just on top of that, we've seen, I think it was a report from Trust Radius said that like 100% of buyers want some sort of self-serve motion. You know, buyers are used to B2C motions right now. They want to be able to go on and explore for themselves, learn for themselves. They're kind of sick of being funneled into a certain path, whether it is PLG or sales-led. Um, so I think just giving the users more choice and letting them choose how they want to learn about your product and how they want to interact rather than, again, forcing them down a specific funnel. I think that what, what you mentioned, like the word, the word self-cert makes so much sense. Like I experienced that recently with a totally different, in a totally different con context. Like um, we started as, you know, we had our first son with my wife, uh, he he came two months ago and we started um like ordering from from the, the supermarket that we used to visit because you know it was easier for us not to go to the to the supermarket and we we started using their um let's say website to to start ordering from from the supermarket and when things are right for the first time i was like mind blown because they also brought us you know six packs of water and everything and i was like oh man so easy uh like really it's so easy and it makes life so much easier not to have to to go there to, to interact with people to have all this struggle i guess and it makes things so much easier and i guess that this obviously is a, a personal example but i see many extensions of that in our professional lives as well like we expect uh and depending on your like personality you may you may also welcome not to have um human assistance for example uh, and so i really think that you know this this makes sense and if you know interactive demos are one of the ways to to achieve that i don't know but it seems that you know it, it could be it seems that it could be um as, as i understand it in you you know uh, like we we are going to discuss obviously interactive con but my question is uh, because we also had a, a guest here from uh from a company that did something different but I, I just want to to really grasp it um as i understand it it's kind of being able to explore for example a web page or you know a, a product ui um using buttons and just you know doing it just all by yourself my question is uh, since we are talking about interactive content how do you think this is different from you know, doing a screencast and presenting things on a screencast or um, something different like Scribe. I don't know if you know them, Scribe how? 
or something like that. Um, we had the head of content on, on the show as well. And I would like to know how, how this is different uh, and how you perceive it to be different um, than, let's say, um, screencasts or uh, other, other types of, of content. Yeah, I think the main way is the fact that this content really is interactive in the sense that it's kind of also choose your own adventure. So we have, for example, a little checklist feature where you can go in and say, you know, I only care about this one use case or I only care about this one feature rather than having to go through the entire demo. You can go in and choose the part that you care about the most. And especially like a screen recording or Loom video, because we get that a lot. You know, you have to watch the entire video in order to see like, OK, does this apply to me as well as video sometimes feels a little bit like it's produced and a lot of the product videos do feel produced so you're not exactly sure like is this the actual ui is this actually what it looks like or is this kind of the the played up version of it um so i think the interactive demo one again it's a little more you can choose what you want you can explore on your own rather than feeling like you just have to watch a video and then two it's a little more trustworthy um as far as scribe from my understanding they're used more for you know tutorials and how to's and more of a screenshot based approach while interactive demos do look and feel like your real product. Um, so it, it really feels like you're in it, kind of like you've logged in with tool tips already on it. Um, and that's because we take those front end HTML, CSS captures rather than just screenshots. That makes sense. And with all these tools, you know, my, my mind as, uh, as a person who runs a company always goes to, okay, but can we use it? Could we use it for, for our own um, uh, clients? But this is something that I will, um ask in a minute before that i want to um to know or to ask uh, if you could share some use cases of interactive content so that we can uh, understand it better um and this could be i don't know from your customer websites or things that you have tried uh, um, on your own website anything at all that would help us uh, paint a, a more clear let's say picture yeah, I always say the best way to understand these is to see them. So happy to share some examples. I'm going to go ahead and actually share my screen. And for the audio listeners, I'll do my best to talk through it. Let's um, do so it. The first one I'm going to here is ramp.com. So if you go to ramp, you should see a little explore product button CTA at the top. And I just click that. Um, so right here is ramp. We're actually in the interactive demo. So what you'll notice is it's hosted on the ramp URL. It looks and feels like you're actually in the product, but we got here just from clicking one button on their website. And so if I dive in, you can see it looks and again, this is the look and feel like I'm actually using ramp, but I also am a little guided, right? It's not like I can just completely go off the rails and click wherever I want. It's really showing those aha value moments right up front. And it's the first thing I see rather than a lot of times in a free trial, you kind of just jumped into an open sandbox. And one thing I love to point out with ramp here they do a great job. And this is typically what we recommend after like five, eight steps, you know, throw in a CTA and give them an option, either keep going or start a free trial. And if I can click continue here, this is where that checklist feature I mentioned pops up. And so you can see here, I, if I'm an accountant, I can just go straight into the accounting section. I don't need to necessarily go through the entire rest of the demo if I only really care about that one feature. Um, so this is this ramp kind of full embed on a website or link out to a website is one of our most common use cases. Okay, that's very interesting. Uh, and I really like the the checklist. I guess it gives you more control of, over the experience. Like now I saw that, but I'm mostly interested in expense management, for example. Um, can I check just that? Because this is the, the feature that, I, that I'm mostly here for. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And you can start the uh, the interactive demo with uh, expense management. That's very interesting. And and even though obviously the value is mostly for you know sales and things like that, or I don't know customer success maybe. Maybe if they want to explain how a process works, I see value for for content creators as well uh, because I think like you know uh, how we can we can leverage that. But we will discuss that in a minute. Uh, can we jump to uh, uh, the second example that you have for us? Yeah, I'm actually going to jump ahead because talking about like content creators, product marketers, I think a really common use case is the product pages and wanting to kind of spice those up, or even for feature announcements or for new product releases. Like, what are ways that you can make a little more interesting? So right now I'm on Julie's page, Julie AI, and if you go to their product dropdown, I'm going to go to their pipeline page. And so as I was talking about, typically on these product pages, you sort of get the static screenshots, maybe some GIFs. What they've done here is they've created a really quick interactive demo of their pipeline feature. So if I go through it, it only takes about like four steps. It's interactive, so it feels like I'm actually clicking around the product and typing in notes here, let's say. And that's it. It's only five steps and then pushes me to either demo or in some cases a free trial. Um, but I actually felt like I understood that feature a lot more than like I said, just a static screenshot. Okay. That's, 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 that's very interesting. I really like it. Uh, I really like where this is going. And, and <laughs> um, you know, well, well done to, to Dooley for, for integrating that uh, on their web, for building that. Uh, I guess with Novatic and uh, for uh, integrating that on, on their website. I think that this makes for a great experience. Yeah, it's almost sometimes our customer examples, like they build just such beautiful demos, it makes my job too easy because all I gotta do is show off the great work that they did. Um, and I think it's much easier to understand once you see it, like, oh, wow, I understand how companies are using it out there. It's way more interactive, <laughs> you know, it's way more interactive. So. And, and I think that these are the kinds of experience, regardless of the lens that you want to, to see it through, like sales, content, uh, customer success, whatever. I think that this is, this is what, what we need nowadays. We need more of that and less of, less, uh, you know, of anything else that's a bit more static. And, um, yeah, I, I, I really like it. Uh, let's, let's move on to the next one, I guess. Yeah, this will be the last one I'll share for now, because this is the content page. And this is a use case we are seeing pick up is using it in blog posts, using it in content. So this is our customer clue. Um, if you go to their blog, it's introducing triage mode. It's one of their new features. And so on the blog, you have typical introduction. They do have text as well. What I love about this is this is truly the let people learn how they want to learn. So they have text, they have a GIF here, they have quotes, and then they have an interactive demo. So about halfway through the page, you can take a quick tour after you've read a little bit about the new feature and really experience it for yourself. Um, so again, if I'm, let's say, a user and want to learn how to set up this feature, rather than having to read an entire document, seeing how to set it up or understanding what it is, or maybe having to watch like a 30-minute webinar, um, I understood this in less than 10 clicks. That's fantastic. That's very, very interesting. Very interesting. I really like the examples and I like the, the fact that we, uh, that we search something from, from the blog as well. Uh, I think that, uh, this is, this is a great, you know, way of, of approaching, uh, things. I really love that. Are we going to see anything else? I, I would love to see just examples, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, this is the last one, I guess. Yeah. I'll show. I know we're. I wanted to show just one way that we're experimenting with it because it's a little different um, in blog posts rather than necessarily just doing showing your own product. 
Um, and what we've seen more and more is people showing that like integrations or partnerships, like the beauty about these interactive demos is you can really show anything you have access to. So we created a webinar series where we had our guests talk about their favorite websites. And so often when you do these blog post recaps, um, you know, you want to just show the users the value you got from the interview or the webinar as quick as possible. So what I am experimenting with is I created these quick little interactive demos of the actual Ahrefs page. And this is a very, I would say, non-traditional use case for interactive demos. But rather than, you know, if you just want to quickly understand why was this our guest's favorite page, you can jump in. And I just kind of highlighted all the different features he mentioned of, you know, between social proof, the copy itself, why was Ahrefs his favorite page? Um, so just cool little other example to think about as you're creating these, you know, podcasts, interview series, LinkedIn posts, how can you maybe spice it up with a little bit of like interactive content? That's amazing. That's great. And I, and I really like it. Like it's a, it's a, it's a press, uh, let's say, um, way of doing things. Uh, it's not something that you see, you see every day uh, online. So. It's a different experience and I really love that. And, you know, it so happens that AHS is the sponsor of this show, so it makes it even better. Uh, but I really like it. Uh, really, really well done. I guess that we can go back uh, to the... Okay, uh, that was great. I could, you know, go on and on with that. But uh, I, I guess the question that I have uh, for you here is, that that's great, and I really like the example that you shared from um, Navatic's blog. But does that have a, an actual impact? Like, do you see? Do you have anything that you can share with us on how is that different from having I don't know, just screenshots or anything else? Yeah, and so we're just starting to experiment with this. So this is early numbers, but what we've been seeing so far is that these are our highest. These demos have the highest amount of like dwell time or average time on page. Um, so compared to a typical blog post, these have 2x the amount on a page. And even compared to other blog posts that have other videos, it was still 25% higher. It was about like four to five minutes average time on page. And when we think about, you know, video content became so popular in blogs, because again, trying to increase dwell time, trying to increase engagement on the blog itself. This is just a new form. As people maybe see like a 10 minute video, they might be a little turned off and don't want to watch it all. But maybe they see a quick like, five-step demo and that keeps them on the page longer and keeps them engaged and hooked i think that if you want to see it merely from a an seo standpoint it it makes perfect sense if there was a target let's say that there was a target keyword behind that page mm -hmm. uh having someone spend twice the time that they would spend if there was just text and some graphs or images i think that if anything, sends a very positive signal that, you know what, I found what I was looking for. And not only that, um, I'm also having a great experience on, on this page. And I mean, a signal to Google. What, what are your thoughts about that? I think it goes back to a little bit of what I was saying at the beginning, where SEO is really concentrated these days. There's so much content out there and really any way to stand out or be unique uh, can really get help give a leg up and help people stay on your page and want to explore it more. Um, and I especially think because it is, it's not like a pop-up, it's not intrusive, you can choose to interact with it or not. Um, it generally creates a more positive, as you said, a positive user experience. And then 
as we know, Google's really focusing on the positive user experience right now. So then it's sending those helpful signals to Google. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Uh, as, as I mentioned previously, I always like to, to put myself in our clients, uh, so let's say, and if we were to use something like Novatic for one of our clients, one of the first questions I know we'd get is, uh, do we need a developer uh, for that? Do we need to, do I need to request development time? Knowing that it's often difficult to request and get development time inside SaaS companies, because guess what? Content and SEO are almost never a priority. Um, how do you make the case and explain that interactive content doesn't necessarily have to be technical? Yeah, I think that's actually one of my favorite things about interactive demos. They're entirely no code. And I was actually a customer of Novatic before joining, and I was at a PLG company. We had a free trial. And one thing that was always so frustrating as a marketer was our main lead gen was our free trial, but I couldn't control it. Like if I wanted to change the form to sign up for a free trial, it'd go through a month-long sprint process, which understandably, the product team has so many more things to worry about than my form. Um, so one thing I, we actually at my past company switched to Novatic, partly for that exact reason. And one thing that was so amazing was I was then able to create these entirely, build them out um, on my own time. And we say it takes roughly about 30 minutes to an hour to build out one of these. The hardest part is really understanding the story you want to tell and kind of getting everyone aligned on what you want to show, not the actual building of the demo, especially like a five-step demo. If you're doing something real quick, that I've built those and I probably built this href example in 15 minutes. Okay, that's that's interesting. And like, that's very interesting for efficiency purposes as well. Okay, I don't know, but I, I feel that after this episode, I will have my content lead, our content lead, uh, check, check out the website and uh, give it a try. I, I would love to give it a try actually, uh, to see how, like what what the use cases could, could be for us. But I would like to know, since you are obviously, uh, involved with the product uh, on a daily basis. What other use cases do you see for Novatic in the future besides interactive product and even web page uh, demos? Yeah, one big one we're seeing that's been really cool picking up is like demo centers. So on your website, if you want to have, you know, especially if you're a more complex product, something like we often get cybersecurity or fintech where you have a lot of different features and use cases. You want to highlight all of those use cases in a simple way. They'll build out an entire demo library on your website. So you can go in, find which feature use case fits you, and then watch that interactive demo. Um, on top of that, we've also seen customers building out template galleries. So I think the like Mira and Canvas, Canva examples of having those templates when you sign up or even pre-signing up has been great showing for onboarding, activation, but even that still involves engineering. Um, one of our customers, Accord, was planning on making a template gallery, but instead we're using engineering and they realized that was going to take like six months to a year to do. Um, so instead they decided to use Novatic and they were, I think between signing and go live was about a week. Um, so being able to create those different examples, use cases for your customers so they can understand your product before they even ever sign in shows have been really powerful. I love that. Um, do you see uh, use cases outside of uh, SaaS companies uh, for for that? Um, I mean, you know, when when there is a product, it makes sense to to like show a, a process. But as as I understand it, uh, and as I uh, hear it from you, like this would make sense for a I don't know an e-commerce company 
would like to like so the pro that the process to check out is really simple and easy and straightforward i don't know what what are your thoughts on that yeah we've seen some um like onboarding groups necessarily or like kind of like slack groups we've seen some of those express interests where they wanted to show what it's like to sign up or what it's like to be a member um that's a much more few and far between we definitely have mostly seen SaaS companies but i do think anyone who wants to show as you mentioned e-commerce if you want to show anything on the web quickly to customers uh they could use interactive demos for that okay okay that makes sense um uh one of my last questions for you would be you you have a background in SaaS companies and um uh, also you you were and you are involved in um in content and and seo my question is how do you see what what do you think that the future holds for SaaS companies when it comes to uh content marketing and and seo i think it's really going to be that choose your own adventure taken to the next extreme so whether it's you know you enter a blog post and it says hey what part do you care about the most and just direct you directly to that part or says would you rather read this watch it as a video or I don't know, take an interactive demo of it. Um I think just letting people learn how they want to learn in a very hands-on engaging way is probably going to be the future because we've seen so far, you know, with I feel like we've seen with video when they popped up and then screenshots and gifs and that popped up and each one of these new mediums it's it doesn't feel like an old one's being replaced. It feels like we're just giving the users more options, which is great, right? As a, as a user, you know, I'm I tend to be more of a visual learner than a reader. So I love the fact that I could watch a quick video over necessarily reading it all out. So I think we're going to see more and more pop up with content there. Okay. Uh let's 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 wait and see then. Uh that was all very insightful and I really like it. I really like the fact that we actually made it interactive. Uh we made the the, the episode about interactive content interactive. So thank you very much for that. Uh and as I mentioned like I really love the 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 examples that you shared with us. Um last question I have for you where can people find out more about you and Navadic and get in touch if if they'd like to? Yeah, so for me you can just go to my LinkedIn Natalie Marktilio. It's a pretty unique name so it's pretty easy to find. Uh, if you have any questions about interactive content, SEO in general, always happy to chat. And then if you want to learn more about Nevadic, you can go to our website nevadic.com or our LinkedIn page. We actually post weekly a new customer spotlight. So if you're just curious to see more customer examples, if you go to our LinkedIn page, you'll see some of the awesome demos that our customers have built. The the timing is great for that because we are going to publish um a, a list of SaaS SEO examples in a couple of weeks and uh, some of these examples that you shared are definitely going to go into that that spreadsheet uh so thank you very much for that and thank you very much for the um i don't know the 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 fresh perspectives that you brought to to the to the podcast really enjoyed it um and um yeah uh looking forward to um the next episode that we could potentially do uh sometime in the future uh together where you you will share share even more examples with us thank you very much natalie perfect yeah our customers always surprise us with new use cases so i'm sure i'll have some new ones soon uh, thanks so much for having me george thank you for staying with us until the end before you go i'd like to give a quick shout out to the sponsor for this episode ahs AHS provides you with an all-in-one SEO toolset that does everything from rank tracking to backlink analysis, keyword research, and technical audits. The best part, 
you can now use Ahrefs Webmaster Tools for free to identify and prioritize optimization opportunities for your website, see all the keywords that your web pages are ranking for, take a close look at the websites that link back to and refer you in their content, and analyze other websites to find out what drives their rankings. Visit ahrefs.com AWT and sign up for free. Another episode of the SaaS SEO Show has wrapped. We hope this episode has taught you something new too. We'd like you to connect with us so you can keep up with all the new content that we're creating. Before you go, it would mean the world to us if you could subscribe to this podcast and over at our YouTube channel where we upload the video version of this and every episode. Until next time.